What's up, everybody? My name is Ron Amos, and welcome back to Less Pressure Podcast. Today's special guest is a fellow dancer and holistic educator. Everybody, please welcome Kiara B. How are you? How you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. I'm blessed. Yeah. What else? Same. That's it. I, it, I, I just... <laughs> Happy what you to be say? here. Nah, uh, like, same. Because I feel like every uh, episode is like usually for the viewers, but this one is for me. Mm-hmm. Like, this is this this episode for me. Like, I'm trying to I'm trying to learn some stuff. You know what I'm saying? Period. So, I'm I'm excited for this one. This is one of my ones that I had for a while, and I was like, I gotta get this one done. Um. So mm-hmm. yeah, I just I really want to first start off by just asking you, like, we all know you dance and everything, but how did you get started with your holistic journey? Okay, so I feel like I grew up pretty like vegan vegetarian. My parents did not cook meat in the house. I grew up pretty much mm-hmm. anti meat. Um mm-hmm. so I always had a different like relationship to my body and understanding mm-hmm. of my body and like the understanding of like how food fuels us yeah. and impacts us from a very young age. Um and even as a kid like I started reading really young so after a while, I, I like read all the books in my house. Like I was reading like all my books, and then I just started venturing and reading my parents' books, even though I didn't probably know what the hell was going on in the book. I was just reading to read, you know what I'm saying? And so yeah. like I had stumbled across this um, medical journal, and it was probably from like the 80s or 90s. And 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 the journal was kind of like just ailments. It would show you the pictures of the ailments, and just I didn't know that was kind of like planting a seed back then but like that was something yeah. that interested me because it was kind of disgusting but i was just like super intrigued about it yeah. so fast forward um i guess there's just little quirky things throughout my life like as i'm speaking now it makes sense that i ended up yeah. doing this but like um i used to watch this discovery show about uh autopsies mind you i'm in probably like middle school we had satellite TV, so you know we had all the Discovery channels. Okay, yeah. so I was watching. I I'm the type of person like I'm I'm gonna watch whatever interests me. Yeah. If the shit it look, if it look interesting, I'm gonna watch it. So like, as a kid, like if I'm scrolling, like but I got intrigued about like Discovery Health, and there was this mm. one show called Doctor G's, and she would do autopsies, and it was just it was it used to creep me out. It was like weird, but I was like I kind of used to force myself to watch it because I'm like, well, I have a body, so like why why yeah. would this freak me out? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. why would blood freak me out why would seeing a heart freak me out like why would lungs freak me out it's crazy because it's a dead person and they don't really show you all of that but they do show you like yeah. you know uh how she goes about her analysis and figures out what's wrong with the people and shit like that so that was something that intrigued me as a kid and then after that it was really nothing i didn't really do anything health wise i mean my parents that gave me a microscope i've always been a science nerd so yeah. it was always a part of my life like science was always my favorite subject so mm-hmm. i didn't necessarily want to go to school for this like i didn't necessarily want to do any i wanted to be an artist like i wanted to be a rapper right. producer when i was rapper. a kid so it, i mean i rap now but yeah like i wanted to be an artist okay yeah i was writing music so i was like it was like music i went to an art school so it was like music and science so it's funny i'm a dancer herbalist yeah but like yeah that it was just it was just um little small stuff throughout my life that i feel like was just like kind of leading me down the path and then in 20 
19, uh, my great auntie's husband died. And she had been with him my whole life. So he was like my uncle. Um, he died of stage four cancer. And this was right before COVID. And so basically he had got diagnosed and then four weeks later had passed. It was like a week before my birthday. And so I had always been, like I said, in tune with the body, in tune with just kind of how I kind of was always in tune with the holistic side of things. Like right. I, I, my grandma told me a story, like when I was a kid, she was drinking coffee and I was, I told her like, you know, that's poison, right? <laughs> As a kid. And like, I don't remember the story, but like, so I guess I've always just been health conscious. That's just the best way to say it. Um, yeah. And then when he passed, it kind of just triggered something in me because, you know, you see the, you, I don't know if people pay attention to this in their families, but I always paid attention to the patterns of disease and the diets and the lifestyles and how that was uh, attributed to their diseases and, and the chronic illnesses that they had. That was something that was always in the forefront of my mind because, you know, I have a lot of elders in my family and they always were sick, you know, high blood pressure, diabetes, you know, getting cancer and beating cancer, but then getting it again, et cetera, et cetera. So I was always in tune with that, but because I grew up in the lifestyle that I grew up in, I kind of, I was like, I had the knowledge and I was able to do different, if that makes sense. Right. Like I was able to observe yeah. what everybody else is doing and realize like that don't really work for me or really anybody. And it was just a, it was just a, a stark comparison for me to be like, mm, it's not going to work. So when he passed, and, you know, black people tend to eat the same food that kill you at the funeral. And, you know, it's yeah. just a wake up. It was a wake up call for me to just like, bro, like this is not well. And it really kind of takes people to to be the one to say the shit out loud. But people don't want to hear it because it's a, it's a, it's attached to their patterns and their way of life and their habits and their traditions and all that shit. So they don't want to hear the things that you're doing is killing you and it's not well for you. Um, and so I've always been that that black sheep, you know what I'm saying? vibe because all my family tends to follow not i want to say oh I'm gonna, this is really towards my mom's side of the family tends to follow mm. one type of pattern my dad's side of the family still has those patterns but is a little bit more health conscious knows like okay we do need to switch it up we need to detox this week you know what i'm saying etc yeah. my mom's side of the family not so much and that's where all the disease and shit be at you know what i'm saying mm. um so he passed COVID happens and when COVID happened i went on a deep dive and at that I point, I think that was like the, that was the shift when everything, like the veil that they'd be talking about just fell because it was just like, I've always been activist minded. My dad is very pro-black. So I grew up in a very pro-black yeah. household, um, very matrix talk. You know what I'm saying? Like I've always been in tune with that type of vibe. Right. So when COVID happened, I immediately knew something wasn't right. <laughs> period. Like, sometimes people, you know, you always hear, like, do your own research, do your own research, but reality, like, some things are placed in your lap over your life. So you're going to hear a piece here, you're going to hear a piece here, you're going to hear a piece here, you got to make your own conclusion, yeah, right? Because yeah. it's never going to be right in front of you. So, like I said, I've been prepped and groomed my whole life to have a certain mindset and think a certain way and to uh, analyze and observe things a certain way. So when I'm looking at this, I'm saying, okay, this is what they're saying, mm -hmm. but what aren't they saying? You always gotta ask, mm. like, what aren't, what isn't being said, yeah. right? Um, and what wasn't being said was the ways to actually help your body, 
And as a person who studies the body and who studies people who actually study the body, I'm not talking about doctors. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. I'm just going to be a, a keep it a stack. I'm not talking about people who are Rockefeller educated. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about people who actually study the body. These are biochemists. These are a, 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 a biologists. You know what I'm saying? Get into the nitty gritty of what's going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not for money. Mm. So, can you still see me? Yeah, I can see you. Okay, because you went black. Okay, I just want to make sure we're good. Um, so yeah, I just obviously something was wrong, uh, because there was things that was being left out of the mainstream narrative, and one of those things was how to take care of yourself holistically. Like there was no go outside. There was no vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc. Really, towards the end, and if they did tell you to do it, it wasn't because like that was the main narrative. Like anytime there's a main narrative being pushed, I have to question why that is. You know, mm. um. So it was just, it was just like, I started, I just went on a deep dive. I started, I started watching hella videos. I went on these YouTube dives and I was, I like to get information from both sides. So I'm hearing what the news is saying. I'm studying what these other people are saying and looking into the resources that they're asking us to look into so that I'm learning about patents. I'm learning mm -hmm. about how the, how the, how the medical system works you know, right. the lobbying that's behind it and the money that goes behind it and all the corporate interest that's behind these things. Like anything that's placed on the news in front of mass people like that is something that has to be planned. Like that's not that's not ever coincidental. It's just it was just too many things that wasn't making sense from a mm. logical standpoint, not an emotional mm. standpoint. And, you know, I it was it was a rough time because people I, I fell out with a lot of people. I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> It was bad. It was bad. Like people, and there's people I still don't talk to because we just had differing opinions. But why does it have to be but, like yeah, a so situation where, like, if y'all don't see eye to eye or have different thoughts or opinions about certain situations, why can't you still like? Why can't those relationships still coexist? Because I find that like there's a lot of people that I know that you know they have their thoughts. I have my thoughts, but because a lot of my my thoughts are my own like ways of just thinking in general. But um, yeah, like I have a lot of people that think different ways, whatever. Um, but I try to still allow them to you know have space for their you know opinions or whatever. Like, how do you? Well, why do you think yeah. that the relationships fall out because of that? I think they fall out because people do not know how to take themselves out of situations and not apply strictly emotion. Like people, I don't think people know how to be objective. Um, yeah. Because for me, in those situations, I was always like, I'm going to tell y'all what's actually happening, but whatever you mm -hmm. choose to do is ultimately your decision. And I'm not going to judge whatever you feel like you have to do. I was like so firm with that stance, even though I may disagree with what you do. I'm going to understand ultimately like this is your life. And if you feel like this is what you need to do, that's what you need to do. But I also want to let you know that there are other options, you know mm. what I'm saying? But I think on the other perspective, it was hard for people. I, I had this conversation with some recent, with someone recently, like people tend to say, I miss, you're not understanding me when you just don't agree and they just right. can't yeah. allow it to be a, agree to disagree it's well they they try to get they try to spend the time getting you to understand where they're coming from and it's like i'm telling you i understand 
but I don't mm. agree. Mm. So let's just leave it here. If we're not going to coincide, if we're not going to get to a space where we're just mutually understanding, because a particular friend told me, everybody's not going to understand you. When I was trying to get her to see my side of things, not, I'm not trying to get you onto my side. Yeah. I just want you to see it from my perspective so that you could stop projecting and do whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah. I, that's oh. all that is. Like, just shift the camera and see it from my perspective. So maybe you'll have an understanding and it'll make more sense to you because it makes sense to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't really like explaining myself, but if you're a friend, I genuinely want you to get where I'm coming from, especially if it's something that we're just really at odds at. Ultimately, I'm going to feel how I feel. You're going to feel how you feel. But that shouldn't be a point of contention unless you're really attaching this to your ego mm. and can't let go. That's the problem, some, though. It's some the, semblance of control over. It's the ego. It's always the ego. It's like they attach their egoic like side of themselves that has all that emotion and stuff, and they can't just take that part out and just allow themselves to hear and see where somebody else is coming from because it's always like, me, me, me. Like, it's not always about you. Sometimes it's not about you. Sometimes it's just about seeing the other person. And that people struggle to do that a lot. People really do struggle to do that. And I think that was the problem. Like, and I do have to work. I know for me, being a person that loves to help, mm. learning how to shut the hell up. I'm going mm. to give myself that. You know what I'm saying? I, I definitely learn how to shut the hell up and not give advice and not give, or learn to ask, like, can I give you some advice? So I can give myself that, but in other in other terms, like I'm always, I feel like I'm always that person that's gonna tell you like if I see something that's gonna help you, and then I'm in the field for that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it just it's just hard for me to get out of that mindset. But I tend I try, I'm learning to be more present and patient with that because you know I'm not I don't want you to come onto my side. I tell people that all the time. I'm not here for that. You know I'm here to give mm. my offerings. And to say what I've found to be true, and that's it. You either believe it, you don't. You go do research on your own, and that's beautiful. Like other than that, but don't insult my intelligence. Don't disrespect me, because then that's when I feel like I gotta defend myself. Now that we finna argue, because you're not finna tell me I'm stupid. When, when I know for a fact I was gonna let you live. Yeah. I was gonna let you live. You know what I'm saying? But now you're trying to play with me. That'd be the problem. <laughs> so, so do you think That'd that the all the problem. things that you do and like? You would what you uh like the education part of it. Are you here to like serve people? I believe so. And I believe it comes I believe it's just by being myself and uh like you were asking, like, where did the journey come from? I feel like it like I said, all these things like led up to the moment and I'm still learning, but I feel like I was meant to do this for a reason. Like people were meant to hear it from this voice, or some people were meant to hear it from this voice. You know, some people were meant to resonate with this energy given this information and i know for a fact like i'm supposed to be one of those people using my voice like using right. the things i learned to help and like it took a minute to like accept that because i was having self-esteem issues and imposter syndrome and shit but i'm not nobody's savior right you know what i'm saying i don't want to be a savior i'm like i'm just here mm -hmm. you know no, i feel that so with the cause... with COVID, after COVID happened it was like the ball was rolling after that. It was just like, I'm, I, I made a product during that time because uh, my grandma had got COVID. And mm -hmm. I, I started doing research. And I was already kind of doing my herbalist research to becoming, I was already using herbs. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we already be what we supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? I agree. Um, made her some, made her my, my product. 
she was in bed for three days. This is when COVID first happened. And she was like, you know, your product helped me get out of bed and wash my sheets and take a shower and make some food. My Vitality Tonic. Now, let's talk about, what is that? Talk about that. Um, so, it's basically something called an Oxymel. And an Oxymel is a mixture of vinegar and honey. Mm-hmm. So, vinegar being really good for your digestive system and honey being a soothing, healing property. So, putting other herbs in the vinegar, letting it sit for about four weeks, four to six weeks, straining it, adding honey to it, and then you take it as like a tonic, like a health tonic. Um, so, yeah, when I first started, I forget, well, I don't even remember the name of it when I first started, but... I've been doing this for about two years. I always just make small batches and I like sell to my closest people. But my customers like been like, like they've been with me. They've been rocking. Um, but yeah, it does a lot of stuff. It's apple cider vinegar with like habanero, horseradish, like all fresh ingredients, habanero, horseradish, onion, lemon, ginger, turmeric, whatever herbs I put in, um, garlic, and then it just sits strain it at the honey you can use it on salads because it's like a vinaigrette essentially it's vinegar yeah. so you can add oil to it to put it put that bitch on a salad or you can just take a shot you can add it to some orange juice it's a food product so essentially you can do with it what you would do with vinegar oh so but it has other like properties it, it's, so because it's, of, it's sitting for so long say that again you could like you could eat it like on its own yeah, you can just take a shot of it on your own, on its own. People do what it tastes like. use the, like, people do a lot of stuff with with, <laughs> with herbs. Do it, do it taste good? There's a lot of stuff you can do with it, but that's subjective. <laughs> I can't answer that, because it's so funny. I had my press it. She was like, it smells like you were here making a witch's brew. I'm used to it. I don't smell shit. She like, witch's brew in this motherfucker. But it tastes decent to me. It kind of just tastes spicy, sweet. Mm-hmm. It what, is. What? I mean, it depends on how you feel about vinegar. If you're a person that if vinegar is too strong for you, it will. It's going. It's going. It's going kick your ass. But that's what it's supposed to do. It's going to warm you up. It's warming. It's going to loosen up mucus. It's going to help with respiratory issues. It's going to help kill viruses. It's antibacterial. Yeah. It's going to help with digestion. It's going to help with cramps. And any type of inflammation. It does a lot of shit. And this is shit. I didn't make it for all that. I made it for COVID. And then people was telling me this shit later. Like, damn, I took it in and helped me go to the bathroom. Damn, I took it and helped my cramps. Damn, I took it in and do to do. So I'm like, shit. Nice. So me? what other products do you make? Um, I make tinctures. So tinctures are alcohol extraction. So basically, when it comes to herbs, there's different extraction methods. You can use water. That's the most popular common universal method of extracting we know that as tea that's an extraction so water alcohol vinegar there's other things like glycerin and stuff like that but um so the benefits of alcohol extractions which is a tincture is that it goes to your bloodstream faster you can also use them topically because they're alcohol solvents you can rub them in so say like um Say I get a burn. No, I wouldn't use alcohol for that. Let me think. Say I have some irritation, maybe eczema or something like that. Um, I could take that tincture, mix it with a little bit of oil, and apply it directly to 
the the site. You know what I'm saying? Some herbs work better outside. Some herbs work better inside. So tinctures are dope because I actually have one here. So this is like a tincture. This mm-hmm. is some potion. It's a uh, brand that I work with. But yeah, so it, it comes like this typically in a liquid. You let it sit for a bit. It's, it's put it right under the tongue. It works faster. Teas uh. are dope, but teas are not what you want to use when you are sick and need immediate relief. Because teas take time. You have, you have to drink it. Your liver got to, you know, everything got to work. And then it yeah. has to, you know, be digested essentially and absorbed yeah. into the bloodstream. And it takes longer because it, it, it has to go through the liver. Tinctures, I feel like, bypass the liver process because it's going straight to your bloodstream. Mm. So it's faster. Um, if you drink tea when you're sick and you're expecting, like, say, when people be like, oh, if you have a, a sore throat, you, you have to drink two, three cups of tea to get the benefits. Like, it's not... You, you got to drink it throughout the day. That's the thing people don't understand about herbs. Like, people will hit me up, like, what can I take? I have a cold. You can take some garlic at the crib. But you got to take that shit three times. It's not Ooh. Robitussin where you could, you just need a shot. No, that shit needs time to work in your body. But I guarantee you, you, you won't feel like how the fuck you feel when you take Robitussin. Yeah. You feel so, me? It's going to be a cleaner feel. I got a question about tea. Um... Like, mm-hmm. is this the placebo effect or, like, is this actually true? Like, because whenever I have, like, a cup of tea, it just makes me feel refreshed for some reason. Like, is that just me thinking that because I drank a cup of tea that I'm feeling, like, refreshed and cleansed? Or is it actually doing something for me? No, uh, tea, the whole process of tea is, like, a very kind of spiritual, like, present vibe. That's how it's supposed to be. Like mm-hmm. most countries, when you go and you have tea, it's a it's a like ceremonial type of situation. You have the nice cup, you have to smell it, you have to feel mm-hmm. the warmth of the cup. It's a whole experience. That's how herbs are really supposed to be consumed anyway. Oh. You're supposed to take in all. That's why they have a smell. You know, I have lavender. Like that's why it smells where it smells. Like the 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 terpenes and the aromatic oils in the plant relax you. And then the properties of the plant itself, the chemical compounds of the plant itself, once you digest them and they go into their body and into your body, it works within your body to relax you. Oh. And then it's an experience. So it's warming. So you're chilling and the warmth is relaxing you. So yeah, it's definitely, that's exactly what it's supposed to do. Yo, because I was confused. I was like, yo, this this is like my favorite like self-ritual that I have for myself. And I'm like, I can't tell if it's just mm-hmm. the fact that I like, oh yeah, I'm having a cup of tea and I feel great now, or is it actually like doing something for me? Because I'm like, what can this little like tea bag and like a little cup of water like? What is that actually? But that's also do? that's power of your mind too, though. So it's both in a sense too, because it's a ritual, and rituals we tend to do because they have some sort of effect on us. So mm. like when I come home. After a long day, I have to light an incense. I have to light my herb. I have to light my potpourri herbs. Like mm. scientifically, yes, it has an effect, but also to know spiritually that I'm cleansing the space has an effect on me as well. And it could be psychosomatic. It could be in the mind, but the mind is powerful. So if you told your mind that this is a calming ritual for me, this is something that I do that self care. Then yes, your brain has programmed that to be like to every time you go have that cup of tea. 
let me chill. Like, this is my relaxed Ooh. time. So it's both. It's like we do program ourselves at the same time. Mm, that's that's dope. So, like, what are some other uh, rituals that you have for yourself? Because I'll start every morning with, like, a little meditation, some stretches and stuff like that. You know, I got my little things here and there. I like to go outside and, like, talk to nature and shit like that. Like, what are some of the things that you have for yourself to help you? Um, I need to get better with the meditation. I'm so bad because I'm, I don't know, I'm very cerebral. It's, it's bad. But meditation, um, I can't say that's my daily rituals, which I need to, but I can't. Um, <laughs> what do I do every day? My daily ritual as of uh, the past few months, I have the artist way. So I script every morning, um, oil pulling. Well, well, mm, I can't. Okay. Rituals and routines are different. So let me say okay. rituals for me would be the incense it would be the spiritual baths i have to have a spiritual bath ever so often i think the rituals are the things damn that's a good question because i was gonna say i think rituals are the things that you kind of just like feel like you need to do but maybe this is just me because i don't follow too too much of a routine all the time i get bored so there's certain things i do all the time but I don't know if it's like ritual or routine. I don't even know. I guess yeah. the, really the only thing I can say I mean, is like both. I do. Like I have to. You said what? It could be both. I think it's both. I can't even say it's, it changes all the time. It's really crazy. But I know like the herb, like the the, the lighting of the incense is like huge. Um, I work with candles and like my ancestor altar. So working with my altar is ritual. Um. I wish that like going outside, like grounding is very, I can't say it's ritual, but it's like one of those things I need to do. So Mm. I can't even really answer that. That's a hard question, which it shouldn't be that hard, but like there are certain things that like I'm called to do and then I do them when I'm called to do it. Mm, But I wouldn't, Mm. I don't know if I would call it a ritual because I don't do it all the time. Maybe like full moon stuff, like when it's new moon or full moon, I do rituals. You know, I tend to do like the cinnamon and money drawing ritual, uh, okay. clean the space. So yeah, I do. I think I'm. I work more like astrologically when gotcha. it comes to my rituals. Perfect. Okay, so can you ex- please explain to me the significance of the moon? Because I have yet to understand it. My therapist, he asked me about it one time or something. He was like, "Yeah, it's a full moon coming up or something," and I was like, "Man, I wish I knew mm-hmm. what that meant, but like I don't." And I want to be like, yeah, the moon, but like, I I don't understand it at all. <laughs> what is your sign? I'm a Taurus, uh, Taurus, uh, moon, and Libra rising. You're a, you're a double Taurus with Libra. Yeah. So you're just Venus, Venus all around. You're just ruled by Venus. Taurus and Libra are both ruled by Venus. So for what you to have mean? Venus in your big three. <laughs> What does it mean? We're going to have to have a separate <laughs> astrology breakdown because it's so hard. When people ask me, it's like, I, especially, I don't be knowing like how much knowledge you're already coming with. So it's yeah. like, it'd be hard for me to explain it. Okay. I, I know they say you're supposed to be able to explain something like you're talking to a kindergartner every time. If you can't explain it like that, then that means you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So this is how I'm explaining it. This is how I'm explaining it. Somebody... Astrology is crazy, okay? Um, the moon represents your emotions 
from what I understand, it also represents like your space. Like it, it, they say your moon is more of who you are than your sun because it's kind of like who you are all the time and nobody's around. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, it's always referred back to the emotions. It refers to the mother in astrology. Um, so that's like feminine energy. Um, damn. But when it relates as far as like the full moon and the new moon, it's about cycles. It's about patterns. It's about recognizing like what, at what part you are in your life. Um, because like, I think we're about to come, are we about to come up on a new moon or a full moon? Let me see. I think we just, I think we just left a new, a full moon, but even beyond astrology, I feel like the moon is like associated with the deepest parts of yourself. That's why it's like, it damn near is more you than the sun. The sun is supposed to be your outward shining appearance. You know what I'm saying? How people, who you are at your core, your ego. You know what I'm saying? That's what the sun represents. So the moon is opposite that. That is the deepest parts of yourself. That's it can be easily extracted words. That's why it's hard for me to put in words. Um, it's like your spiritual nature, your subconscious energy. Shit that you don't really know you do. So governing the emotions is what the moon represents. So if you're a you said you're a Taurus moon? Yeah, Taurus on Taurus. I would love to look at your chart. I, 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 gotta I, I got that. I got that co star app. Um, uh, but I don't even know how to use that it. Don't I don't know nothing about astrology. Get co star. So I don't. I don't know what it is. I'm just. I'm trying to learn about it because I would like to understand myself more. I would like to like understand how I operate and why I operate the way I operate. So that's why I tried to like figure it out from there. So the Google best way so much. to understand astrology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's a. And I'm really. I'm glad you have that perspective because at least you have an understanding of that's what it's for. I was getting into arguments with people once again, not because I'm trying to convert you to astrology, but because like the conversations always start off with that shit is fake, and I just need to let people just be dumb in, in peace, for real. But it just irks my jerk to like be in a conversation when I'm really thinking somebody is in your ass talk about some shit is fake that I know ain't fake. That shit gets crazy. So, and if I just say, if I just be like, you know what, you're right, and then shut the fuck up, nah, I'm, I'm the asshole. But from from a, I was like, a non-believer uh, at, at first. Coming from that, from coming from that like standpoint, it's I only like started to believe in it after it was fully explained to me, and I saw myself in what they were telling me. And so from before, whenever somebody's like, oh, it's because you're a tourist, I'm like, yo, shut the fuck up. Like, just stop. Like, that doesn't even, that has nothing to do with anything. And then I'm like, wait, once you really look at the characteristics and then, like, you look at people who you're around and, like, how you connect with them and what ways and stuff like that, I'm like, all this shit adds up to me. Like, if you don't believe in it, that's cool or whatever. But, like, I kind of, it makes more, it makes sense for me to understand. You know? Yeah, I love that. It, it, it's, I think that is introspective work. I feel like you're not going to understand astrology if you don't do introspection on yourself. It, you don't pay attention to other people, which means you're not empathetic. Um, mm. Because that, when you're empathetic and you're introspective, you're able to see patterns and you're able mm. to see cycles. You're able to see things within yourself and then you meet somebody and you see within them and you're like, oh, or you might meet somebody and be like, well, they're fucking opposite of me. They're doing shit completely different. And then you start to see it breaks down into the date, like the habits and the daily patterns and shit. It's all like patterns and math and angles and shit you know what i'm saying like 
like you said, you see something, you hear about a characteristic that is supposed to be associated with you, and then see somebody else and see their characteristics and realize, oh, we don't really match up. Not to say there's nothing wrong with you or nothing wrong with me, but we just don't match. Yeah. You feel me? And like one thing I will say about astrology is that it, I feel like it's something you have to keep studying. I don't really trust anybody in any field who proclaims themselves to be a master or feels like they know it all for real, unless you've been in that shit 30, 40 years. It's a lot of baby astrologists, baby occultists out here really acting as if they're really put the time in. You might really be into your shit, but you need to be into your shit. I I don't respect everybody who say they do everything because a lot of times the the reason why people don't fuck with astrology is because people have a very limited base understanding of it. And so when they're talking about it, you're not helping people to understand. That's why I'm like, when you ask me shit like that, I'm like, let me take a second (laughs) because there's a lot in my brain. I got to bring it to the forefront. Okay. The moon, let me break it down. You know what I'm saying? And let me, and let me figure out how I could, make this make sense to you. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, but I think the best way to study it, because there's so many different aspects to it. Like I'm still, I've been, I'm, I've been learning about this shit for maybe like the past three years or so, but I'm like still constantly learning something new. And now yeah. I see how it relates to the world because it's really about, it's just really a science that is about patterns and predictions that have been calculated over the years, you know what I'm saying? Just based on, uh, on, on the, the planets and like, you see how it shows up in the media and the news with this Diddy shit. Like somebody got mad, but if, if you pull that man's chart out, I bet I could show you some shit. You feel me? I studied this one astrologer. He studies, he's been studying for a very long time. He's like, he figures out the patterns. And he's seen what placements are in serial killers' charts. It's a fucking thing. I can wow. look at your chart and see what type of childhood you had and see what your ideal dating life is, what your ideal dating partner is, and see what your ideal career situation would be. Now, it's mm. not permanent. So that's another thing. It's not to be a stamp and be like, that's who you are. That's who you were when you were here, when you were born, but you have free will. So if there's shit in my chart that's like, you know, in romantic interest, I could be obsessive and, pos- and, and possessive. But I don't want to be obsessive and possessive over these niggas. You feel me? So I'm not going to do it. You feel me? It's like about knowing who you are so you can know who you want to be. Yes, 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 yes. It's all of that. It's like... You- because a lot of the characteristics that I get thrown on me are like, oh, the stubborn one. It's like, oh, you're very stubborn and you don't, no one can move you. But like, I've been working on myself for the last like four years to the point where it's like, okay, mm-hmm. once I start to notice that I have these characteristics that are not necessarily going to help me move further, then I start to allow myself to be more open in different ways. So when I notice that I'm being like hard-headed and I'm being like, oh, no, 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 I try to open myself up to to learn more. So it's like, I feel like every sign has their like initial um, characteristics, but it's up to you to like evolve yourself and, and grow and change and, and give yourself what you need in order to operate as your best self. And that's the thing that people get stuck on. Mm-hmm. It's like, they, they have their char- characteristics and they're like, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just be this way. Well, it's like, no, you're going to be that way, mm-hmm. but you have a choice in how you continue to show up in the world. Right. It's up to us to, to, to do that. You know, what's your sign? 
Capricorn. Ah, I'm a Capricorn dude. Virgo moon. People, but, you know what? How do people know that? Because, tell like, me, tell me. The way that I, well, my, my big sister, she's a Capricorn, and I feel like y'all just come off very, like, strong. Not, like, in a bad way, but, like, you're very just, mm-hmm. like, grounded within yourself and you you're not you don't come off as you need help you're very independent i just feel like you're very just like assertive mm. people you know that, that's just my take on capricorns that's Cap- hey you're right shit uh hey. my moon though is in virgo and mm. i'm a sad rising ah no so I think that's no 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 wait so what is what does this rising sign mean your rising is how you come off to others. Like how people uh, perceive you when they meet you. Like that. So mm. it's so funny because when we first got on the call, I'm like, he gives me Aries Taurus energy. Mm. I I knew Taurus in the back of my mind, but I'm like, why do I get like Aries too? And it just made, you might have a placement somewhere. Like it, it depends on where it's at in your chart because although mm-hmm. I'm a Capricorn, um, so let me explain it like this, because this is about to, hopefully this doesn't go too far, but you have the planets, okay? You have the houses in which the planets reside. And so the houses themselves are another type of energy. So I might be a Capricorn sun, but if it's in a house ruled by Gemini, then I'm still going to exhibit Gemini qualities as a Capricorn sun. It's going to be like Capricorn with a Gemini tent on it. So me, my son is in, and uh, is ruled by. So my first house is in Sag. I damn near was. I feel like I was supposed to be a Sag. Just looking at my my chart, like that's. I always say my, I'm a Sagicorn because yeah. Capricorns are dope. I love Capricorns, but I'm a little bit more optimistic than Capricorns than most Capricorns. Um, but my, it expresses itself through an Aries energy. Yeah. So my son, even though it's Capricorn, I still have very much like leadership qualities and it's at an Aries degree. So like mm. I love sports. I've always been like a rough houser. Like I've always like when I was a kid, I used to climb trees and like mm. ride bikes. I'd be really feeling like I'm a nigga on the inside, but like the baddest nigga. You feel me? I don't know how to explain it. Like that's part of the Capricorn because Capricorn big, big, big energy. So it's like, and it's like the daddy energy, but I'm yeah. not like the daddy. Like I love, like I, I feel like I was talking about relationships, and they were like, Capricorns, we we need to be the boss baby, but also we could we we need somebody who like can lead. You know what I'm saying? But like, that's always been my energy, like boss baby, but also like super super marshmallow. Like I can't explain it. Yeah. Like, I don't know, but. Very fiery energy, like very. I've always like played sports with the boys, like every sport. I'm trying to tell you, and I'd be dusting these niggas in some of them. Like, I'm competitive because Aries energy is very competitive, fiery, passionate. It's Mars. Mars is the masculine, it's a sex planet, but it's passion. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Fiery. It's like pricks and blood and scrapes and that type of energy. So that is your actionable energy. Your, where your Mars is at shows how you approach action. Your Mercury will indicate how you communicate, how you listen, your style of communication. 
Um, I think that's also the mental capacity, like your mental qualities is your mercury energy. That's, that's Virgo. So my emotional moon rules, the emotions is in Virgo, which is ruled by a whole different planet. So that'd be the issue too. So that's why the sun sign is not always enough. It's not enough that you're a Taurus. It, 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 it depends where it's at in your chart because that's going to determine what type of Taurus you are. That's why motherfuckers, that's why people don't believe and they be like, well, I met this Scorpio and this Scorpio and they two different Scorpios. Yeah. Right, Depends right, right. What the fuck got, they got going on. Because I got, I got. But they still uh, Scorpios. I got three brothers um, and they're all Tauruses. Mm-hmm. And we are all so different. Mm. And it's so interesting because wow. two of them are like super homebodies, like not really into mm-hmm. like the going out, all that stuff. One of them he like you he can't sit down like you can't get this man to, to stay in the house mm-hmm. he's out and about all the time but he's also an april tourist mm-hmm. now me I'm, mm-hmm. I'm may 15th i don't know what that means but um i'm like mm-hmm. the tourist that needs balance so i like i love my alone time and my being at home but Sometimes I get mm-hmm. tired of it and I need to go out and like wild out a little bit. I need to go have a good time. So it's like just seeing us. That Libra all... energy, that balance. And that's what I think it, it has to be because I never understood because I was like, yo, I love going out. I love having a good time. But when we're done, I'm going to go sit by myself for a little bit and recollect myself and get myself back together. But at the same time, y'all talk about So, Taurus, yeah, Taurus, Taurus, Libra. I feel like if the Libra is your rising sign, mm-hmm. so yeah, Libra is is a very sociable sign. It needs mm-hmm. that. Libra thrives on that, like energy, um, friendships, you know, companions, business partners in that type of way. Like I don't know, if business partners is ruled by Libra though, but um, companionship and friendships and like I feel like uh, uh what's the word I'm looking for? Like bringing people together, type vibes like that. Libra yeah. needs that, and it's the scale, so it's balance, and mm. that's probably why I was just telling one of my homies. Uh, I got two Libra friends, and I'm like, sometimes I really don't like y'all. <laughs> like sometimes I don't get along with Libra energy because it be wishy washy. <laughs> Some and it like goes back to evolving though. It goes back to like stop fucking. But you know what? I told I told him I was like, you know what? We need that energy sometimes of not picking a side, of being the balance, the scales, not tipping too much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I don't like it in terms of conflict because in conflict they're gonna choose. You know, depending on the Libra, I feel like the the idea is to not have conflict, and so to mm. keep the peace. You know what I'm saying? Certain actions are taken, whereas me, my energy. I don't necessarily like conflict either, but in terms of justice, I be pick a side. Oh yeah, I see. It's not in the middle. No, side, and it's air, so it's not grounded. It's very cerebral, which is cool. We need cerebral energy, and that's part of astrology too, and like relating it to relationships because by you having all that Taurian fixed energy, you need some people that's opposite you. You know what I'm saying? You need friends and people that's going to help balance that energy out. Like, you may need some water around you to help get in tune with your emotions, or you may need some fire to help put a fire under your ass and help Mm. you, you know, 
see what type of action you may need to take in your life. Like, I think those yeah. are great ways to use astrology for relationships. Yeah. My best friend, he's a Taurus, too. Life. Like, I always do. Yeah, my best friend, he's mm. a Taurus, too, and he's, he's, he was born the day You're before. surrounded me. by Tauruses. Yeah. But here's the thing. He going to listen to this podcast, too. But we don't hang out that often. We we locked in for life for sure, but we don't hang out that often. Like we we see each other when we see each other. Like I just saw him like two days ago, but before that, I probably seen him like a month before. But because we both just be like chilling all the time. But I think we both just like being around people with a more like chaotic energy when we want to be around people. You say like, you like I, being around people with chaotic energy. Not necessarily chaotic energy, but like spontaneous energy or energy where it's just like, let's go do something. Let's get on something. Like, let's let's have fun. Like, I need those kind of people around me because when I'm around other Tauruses, I mean, yeah, or other people, like other like grounded people, I feel like it gets a little boring. You know what I'm saying? Or I can like, I could do that by myself. I don't need y'all to do that with me. I, I appreciate it too at the same time, but like, I'm not going to want to see y'all all the time. When I do want to socialize, I want to socialize with people that's going to like yeah, actually the- make me want to do something. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I like, um, so my moon sign and my Mars are in Virgo. So my emotions and my action, which is mm. why I can go from zero to 10 because my emotions and my passion are right next to each other. Mm. So that is also a reason why people sometimes like, if they don't know me, they'll take me as overly aggressive or mm. whatever. But I'm like, no, I'm just extremely passionate. Yeah. But some people be taking that shit as aggression. What the fuck? But I, I know <laughs> I have to manage my emotions and keep balance with my emotions because I could easily go over the rails because because mm. I'm passionate and that that fiery energy is right by my emotions. It it don't take a lot to set me off. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like the emotions is triggered. You feel me? So I have to I have to watch that shit so that I'm I'm reacting in a way that is it, it, that I need to react and not jumping off at the the fucking at the mouth because like i'm real keen and everything i'm very observant so i I pick up on shit and i'm quick you feel me quick quick, quick with it you feel me all right peep the shit but you always got to respond um damn what was i gonna say before that why did i bring that up i wanted to talk i wanted to highlight the differences between like being April and May. Damn, no, that was the reason why I brought that shit up. The moon. Oh, um, you were talking about needing to be around people yeah. that make you want to get up and do something. Yeah. Um, one of my place so my moon placement is in a part of my chart that is ruled by Sagittarius. Hmm. So Sagittarius wow. is very bright, optimistic, travel philosophy higher learning that type of vibe so my moon being in that space is that's why like that's my comfort zone like that's Mm. you know that's that's like the vibes that i'm like drawn to you know what i'm saying Mm. like learning about metaphysics learning about spirituality and trying to just learn about everything that could ever be learned about type shit um so i'm naturally attracted to people who are adventurous like mm. i am a homebody i'm the same way like if i go out and and we didn't pass my emotional threshold for the day i'm going home i told i was joking about this recently. i don't give a fuck where i 
Yes. I don't give a shit if I ain't drive. I'm going I'm the going fuck home. home. Like, be like, oh, you know, you can stay the night here. It depends on who you are. I, I gotta know you're gonna leave me the fuck alone. It's yes. friends that, like, I, I love the friends recognize I don't have to say it. Like, when they ask me to come stay over and it's like, if I've been traveling or they're like, you can come stay in my house for the you know night or whatever. Then they just leave my blanket and all my shit and be like, text me like, oh, it's there and the door's unlocked or here's your, you know, use your key or whatever yeah. and leave me the fuck alone until the morning. Yeah. Love you. Ah. Oh. Yes. I love you. Like, yeah. Yeah. It really, it's it really don't personal. be personal at all. Like, it, I it, have it a not friend be who would get like, you never stay at my house, like because you talk me to death for hours. I'd be tired, nodding the fuck off, and you not seeing that I'm tired. I'm trying to be yo. nice. Yo, shout out, shout out to Noah. Cause that's uh, how you know that. I feel like that's how you gotta observe. You gotta know me. I know my friends. My homie Noah, he stay at my house all the I time. I read the energy. You know when they need. And space. sometimes this, like, I'll just leave his blanket. I'm like, hey, yo, I'm going to bed. No disrespect. Like I'm tapped out. You can sleep on the couch. You can, you can chill on my couch or whatever. But, like, I'm going to sleep. Like, I'm done. I can't I can't talk tonight. I'm just I'm going to bed. So he understands it, and I respect the hell out of him for that because he don't be like, oh, you don't want to be my, you don't want to talk to me today. I'm like, look, look, look. I, did, I talked all day. I'm done talking. I'm, I'm tapped out. I need to go right. and lay down with myself. I'm done. That'd be so real. Like, I, I'm as I'm getting older, I am realizing I that's a non-negotiable for me no more. Cause I used to have the energy and like, if, even if there might be a time where I might have a pocket of energy, three days, yeah. like I go on a vacation, three, four days, that's a pocket of real good, strong, sociable energy. Yeah. Once that pocket is gone, leave me alone. Especially if I didn't give you my time for that. Like if I didn't give you some days of my time, yeah. you've got to leave me alone for a week. Yes. Don't talk to me. I love you. I love you. I still love you, but I need to be alone with my thoughts. Like, mm. I don't like being up under people. I don't like, I I, can't, I don't like clingy people. And I like find out I have a very magnetic personality. And like yeah. jobs, I'll work. People will be overly. We're not friends. You know what I'm saying? Like trying to suck on the energy and like, I need to chill. I don't even Ouch. like, I think my personality makes people confused. I'm an, I'm an ambivert. I'm not necessarily extrovert. <laughs> what does that mean? Amberbird is like you're right in the middle of being, a, uh, or you're like half and half. I really might not even call myself an ambervert. I might just call myself a highly high functioning introvert. Ooh, an introvert who could be extroverted. Yeah, I might have to steal that one because I, I'm I I end up in the same situation. I I can talk to anybody. I can literally sit there and have a mm -hmm. whole conversation, literally crack up with you all day. But at the same time, I, I actually had to teach myself that quality. That's not a quality that I grew up with. I grew up mm -hmm. quiet as shit. I was not a talker at all. I was mute. Me too. I didn't, I didn't talk until I was like 18. That's when I started talking to people because I was like, if I, I want to get somewhere in life, I got to open my mouth. And I can't just look at people when they're talking to me and get uncomfortable. I got to learn how to actually... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you can't just be out here just quiet and right. stale faced. You gotta you gotta give them some kind of energy. But it worked against me in a little bit because then like you said, a magnetic personality, I feel like a lot of people enjoy my conversation or they enjoy being around me. And I'd be like, Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. 
hold on. Like, I was yeah. just being nice. I don't want to talk to you every day now. Like, don't, don't, you ain't got to hit me up every day. Right. Like, I, I, <laughs> it hit me to the point where, like, my Instagram messages, if anybody DMs me, I swear to God, I'm not ignoring, well, I am ignoring you. But it's not on, it's not for the reason of, like, oh, me not like liking you or having a problem with you. It's just <laughs> in, interacting so much with people, like, wears me out. And I have, like, 20 messages on Instagram I have not opened just because it's like it, it, it's, it's a lot well is it and it's like I feel like you are people are asking you to go out and do things or, yeah you know probably wanting to collab do things yeah. and stuff like that which is amazing but could be draining draining super draining super draining that's like, why I literally take breaks like and I honestly just let the right collabs come to me you know what mm. I'm saying? I let things just happen. Like, and it's my, mm. I've been in a dry season for a couple months, but it's cool because I'm focusing on myself and I just pay attention to what life is trying to show me at the season. I'm not, yeah. what is, what is, what am I supposed to be getting out of this season? And out of this season, I got to focus on my art and focus on my mm. offerings and the shit that I'm doing. So mm. it's no, it's nothing. Per- I'm actually, I'm actually in a space of really wanting to get back into collabing. Like, I haven't mm. been dancing. I'm about to be dropping an EP and all these things. Mm. And I'm like, I got to put myself back out there. And I'm like, I think that this this little dry period was just rest. I have mm-hmm. a hard time resting as a Capricorn, though. Yeah. I have a hard time. I know. My friend was like, have you ever just taken a couple months off of work? I was like, no. <laughs> but I'm also learning how to deprogram myself out of the matrix. Like, yeah. of the idea of, like, if I'm not doing certain things, I'm not being productive. Mind you, as a business owner, I'm like, I don't know why I put it in quotes, but I'm kind of re- yeah, rebranding my business. But yeah. as a business owner, entrepreneur, content creator, whatever the fuck, it's every day. Yeah. I'm doing something it every really day. Is. Yeah. If it's small, big, even if it's a thought process, I'm, I, it's on my mind every day. It's not any, I don't think there's any days where I'm just like, and it's like yeah. no business on my mind no i ain't doing no art my con my ideas my this like i don't think that that's a thing and i think that's probably what i've been needing to get to mm-hmm. but i probably i think i missed the gap when i was supposed to do it and god kind of it's like i missed it and so now i'm in the up oh, well time to start taking yeah. like i feel like i'm at the beginning of that part mm. and i didn't really get to rest yet yeah. so it just has to be prioritized in my day-to-day Thanks. So that means if it means I can't make it, I can't make it. I've been yeah. I've been recovering people pleaser, like into a space where I'm not coming. Mm. Or yeah. just can you, hey, or if I even if I agreed to come, I'm not coming. I ain't now. coming no more. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. Are you are you like you know uh, instead of forcing are you a, are you a spiritual person? Uh-huh. Does astrology go into that at all? Very much so. In what way? Very much so. And it's funny because um, back in the day, right? So let's rewind a bit. Like, I kind of went through my first spiritual awakening when I was like seven years old, maybe six seven. or seven. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was very early. And like, I would just lay in bed at night and be like, well, why the fuck am I here? Why was I born? And that would just like spiral. <laughs> okay, I was born. Too young born. to be thinking like that. Grandparents were born. And I'm like, okay. Because low-key, it was on some why am I back here vibes. Like, why am I here? 
That's what it was. That's what it was given. Why am I here? This is this is a horrible place. This is a terrible place. My job's seven. I'm like, I'm just energetically like I feel like I didn't reincarnate in this bitch, and this is not a good place to be. That's just what I. Feel. So I'm like, well, shit, and then I would spiral in the darkness, like it's yeah. bedtime. I'm spiraling, like, why the fuck would God bring me here so I can love all my family and then they die? Now I gotta wait. Now I gotta basically wait till my mama died, my daddy died. Like, what the fuck? Like, I'm just these are the thoughts that I'm having as a kid. Like, yeah. this is kind of fucked up. This is kind of a fuck because I'm really like I kept going backwards. Like, but okay, I know we were born, but why? Like, yeah. I'm literally asking why as a kid. Like, okay, we we're born and we're on planet Earth and we have all these trees and like cars, but why though? Who made it? Like, yeah. so that's where it started. And like. From there, I, that was like the like catalyst as a child, and then from then on, like a, uh, abuse and like empathetic powers go hand in hand. So when you're growing up, learning to listen for certain footsteps, that and learning how to read energy so that you can determine if somebody's angry or what mood they're in, that kind of turns into being empath. Like that turns mm. into being able to read energy and yeah. sense. Them into things like that so and who knows if that was supposed to be part of my journey anyway and the shit that happened to me just exacerbated it but who knows but um i knew from a very young age like i had a purpose i wanted to do things Mm -hmm. like i said i wanted to be a rapper i used to envision my i used to like sit on the floor all day and envision basically what i'm doing now type shit but in the future like i just see myself on stage and on radio stations, interviewing and things like that. Um, fast forward, I got real heavy into ancient Egypt as a kid. Like, really? super fascinated with it, super resonated with it. My dad had a whole bunch of books, and so I would just read the books, even though I didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. But I was just really fascinated with it. Um, and, of course, the ancient Egyptians were the first to start mapping the skies mm. and putting it on the walls. You know what I'm saying? Learning about the like Osiris and Horus and like Isis and learning about the Egyptian gods. And honestly, the Egyptian gods have their own representation of astrology. Yeah. And they mean something else. Mm. And it's like really the the astrology that we study now comes from that. Mm. It was like it's like a bastardized version of it. So um Yeah, it goes handy. I don't even I it's such a hard I don't even know how to fully answer that question, but like spirituality is really just being in touch with everything everywhere all at once type shit that's how i look at it being in touch with the fact that you don't just have this human body there's something else beyond that Mm -hmm. and recognizing that you can use that other body that spiritual body in your regular life that's what spirituality is for me Mm -hmm. um and astrology is the same shit. Astrology is just, astrology is in everything you do. Like I said, it's the the way that you can use it to map out everything in your life. You can use it to predict things that will happen. You know what I'm saying? On the, on the grand scheme of the United States. You know what I'm saying? You could, pl- you could, you could, you could predict things. You could, you could see what's going to happen. But it's like, damn, how do I, how do I, I just feel like it, 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 it. They go hand in hand. 
Now, it's not to say that you need to use astrology to be spiritual. What I will say is that it helps to explain the things that are going on. Even just transits, right? Transits are astrology that's happening in the sky currently, yeah. right? Like the 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 like you said, the full moon. That's a transit. That's a transit yeah. of the moon. The moon has transited its cycle, and now it's here, right? Yeah. Each transit represents something. So when people, you hear about Mercury retrograde, right? That's a transit. No, yeah, I don't know that, that Mercury is. retrograde is affecting the planet. Mm. So when I say astrology and spirituality go hand in hand, it's kind of like, if I'm looking at spirituality from the lens that I said, it's just about being aware. Mm. That's a good way to put it. That's the best way to look at it. It's just about being aware. Yeah. To sum it up. Shit. <laughs> Question. So you said understanding like with Mercury. You you said something about like uh, you can use astrology to predict certain things and stuff like that. So my question is like, then do you believe in the validity of like tarot cards and stuff like that, and like using those kind of things to like uh, answer questions that you might have about life and stuff like that? So I think that falls into the category of everywhere everything everywhere all at once because the energies that these people are tapping into whether it be with because back in the day with our ancestors it was probably the root lady and she mm. was she was reading bones reading the, the bones. ancestors in the village you know what i'm saying they're reading this they're reading the stuff like so i feel like it's just a tool to access something that exists beyond our five senses that's all it is like you could you you don't even necessarily have to use tarot cards. There's people who channel messages. Like I've gotten downloads and I ain't have to pick up a card. People were telling me I need to buy a deck because they're like, I thought you already had a deck. And I'm like, no, I just I just get downloads. And and really? the downloads come when I'm like in alignment, but that I've never needed to use a, a card. I mean, I've gotten readings and the readings be on point because they're tapping right. into an energy that we just can't see but exists. Right. So when it comes to like Tapping into your ancestral energy. Mm -hmm. If you believe in ancestors and you believe that they're with us and that energy never dies, then there mm. should be a way to contact them. Right. If, it, oh. if energy never dies. That makes so that's all sense. that is. It's just, just a tool. The, 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 you ask a question and you get an answer. There's been times, there's only a couple readers and then my energy I protect. So everybody can't read me. And oh, okay. that's just that. Like, you can't tap in with my spirit team. Everybody can't tap in with my spirit team. I've gotten readings, okay. and I'm like, this shit don't make no sense. I've gotten read from my closest friends, mm -hmm. and it felt like, damn, you must be talking to somebody like in my family. Yeah. So it's it's about I think who's anointed to do the work because everybody ain't a fucking tarot card reader, and everybody want to get a goddamn deck. And I just got a deck too, but I was called to get it. And I this I, I was called to get it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, everybody's energy ain't the same. Everybody's not meant to use tarot. Mm. People, some people are meant to use other forms, and it's just like there's oracle cards. There's different types of cards. Just about tapping in with that energy and using it to reveal things. That's like manifestation. It's all yeah. the same shit. You tapping in with a quantum. Do you want to call it quantum physics or quantum? the quantum field or you want to call it the ancestral realm or whatever the fuck like i feel like 
It's just dimensions. Like where where's your uh, energy and frequency at? And can you tap into some shit other than what's happening on Earth? Interesting. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. Now you said something about um <laughs> something about you being in alignment. Now, what does being in alignment mean to you? To me, it looks it feels like I'm not questioning anything. I'm in the flow. Um, there's no obstacles in my way. I'm not saying no obstacles, but there are no obstacles in my way that I put there through, mm. you know, not doing the work. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, I feel like it just means like everything is happening when it's supposed to, as it's supposed to. And I feel like it's called alignment because you know that you're just doing what you're supposed to be doing. A lot of times I know I'm in alignment because I'll start seeing angel numbers like crazy. Back, I just be seeing hella angel numbers everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. I be day, seeing angel day. numbers all the That's time, but I be like, am I just, am I tripping right now? Or does this, like, because I don't, it's so hard to just be like, those numbers actually mean something, or is it just a, a, a like a coincidence that I'm seeing these all the time? Like, I'm, it's, I've struggled with like, what numbers are you that, seeing? I see a lot of 555, 999, 222, um, mainly those, mm. 777. Five 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 is change. Nine 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 gives like spiritual. Let me look up nine nine nine. Cause hold on, two 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 is like your spirit team is connecting with you. Honestly, two 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 kind of gives you on the right path. So if you see five five five, it's kind of signifying like some major changes who are about to occur in your life. Nine 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 signifies completion and new beginnings. So you're moving from something's about to change to. You're about to go into a new beginning. So that whatever that change is, is about to complete something. And it's wow. about to finish something off so that you can have a new beginning. And then the 222 is going to represent the fact that your spirit team is around you. And that that's whatever the 555, the change is leading to the new beginnings is going to lead to balance and harmony. Wow. That's great to hear. So I, would, that I would pay amazing. attention to. Yeah. And I mean, the negative aspects of those numbers would be just I don't even think it's a negative to be honest it's just that new mind you I didn't say what the new changes was I didn't I didn't say what the change was going to be I didn't say what the new beginning was going to be and I didn't say how it was going to balance you out so that's why it's like duality because it could be the change could be I'm not gonna put I'm not gonna speak anything but just the change could be something crazy to lead to these things but I would pay attention to what you're doing when you see these numbers and what you're thinking about. Because that'll give you more of a that'll give you more of an inkling of what's uh, going to happen. But yeah. Angel numbers are a great sign. Like Angel the the universe is made of numbers. So if numbers I feel like are the one consistent form of communication that you could trust and 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 that means something if anything else if you don't believe in nothing else, you know what I'm saying? So how do you feel about people? The Nicola Tessas of the world. (laughs) How do you feel about people that like tattoo angel numbers on them? Because then I feel like at that point, you're almost manipulating the numbers by like making them, you know, visible or something like that, you know? You put in the duality of that sign on you. Mm. Like I said, the seven, five, five, five is change. That don't mean it's always good change. You know what I'm saying? It could change. That's why a lot of times, like when people do manifestations, you have to say make it good and correct without harm yeah, to anybody. Like, yeah, there's certain spell workers 
that make sure like when you're manifesting something that you add on some shit because say I want to get a million dollars, but you know, you don't specify where it come from. Yeah. And then a million dollars come from a settlement from some shit you ain't want that. Ah, so that's yeah. any tattoo is like that though. I think people tattoo symbols onto themselves all the time, like evil eye and shit. Like I don't know. I, I, hey, <laughs> if it works for you, it works for you. I believe there's a there's a spiritual significance to putting. Mm. So yeah. just understand that everything has a, a it's yin and yang. So you it's not always going to be light. You might be tattooing some shit on you. People get like planetary, certain planets tattooed on them, not understanding the planets have good and bad qualities. Yeah. Uh, Too much of any good thing is not good. You are very, 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 very right. Wow, that's, that's definitely something to think about because I think that everyone always wants to look at the the more positive side and, or like the thing that brings them hope or that part of the, you know, the symbol. They're not thinking about the entirety of like mm-hmm. what it actually has and it brings with it so I, that's why i asked that because i'm like man it i get why people put those numbers on them because they look at those numbers as like good things but i'm like can you really are you allowed to do that is that how it works i don't know i just have something that i always think about i mean i know a lot of people with angel numbers i feel like if that's your angel number sure go ahead because you know i see 1222 i feel like that's my engine number when i see 1222 that just feels significant to me um we, but we have our own angel, angel numbers? i know some significant you said what so we have our own specific angel numbers i believe so hmm. those be the ones you're going to see all the time like all the hmm. time or I just feel like it's about energy. So for me, 1222 just feels energetically. Anytime I see it, and that might not even be my angel number. Maybe I just really love seeing that number. I don't know. But, uh, and that shit, that might be my angel number then. You feel me? Yeah. Like, it is what it is. But uh, 22 in general, the number 22, the energy, I feel like is my angel number. Now, you have a birth number and all that shit. Like, you have your born, like a life path number and stuff like that is a number that represents your energy but i feel like angel numbers is any number that pops up with a message at the time that you need it because sometimes the angel numbers is one two three four if you see 12 34 mm. on the clock that's the angel number that's that's yeah. like initiating steps mm. like you gotta take steps to get to the next you know part of what your journey is like and it really matters what you're thinking because for me, when I'm meant to see an angel number, I'm meant to see it. It's not that I'm looking at the clock, the clock turned 1222, and I'm like, oh, that's my angel number. No, I'm like, minding my business. <laughs> I'm thinking. <laughs> like, 444. Yeah. It, and this how is this how angel numbers work for me. This is how I know it, they're they're trying to get your attention. Because if you ask for a message, like, 9 out of the 10, they're trying to get your attention. That's why you'd be like, that's why you think about it. It's a connection happening. So it mm. works for me. Like, I'll see 111. I'll see 222 on the clock, 333, 444, 555, six, there's no 66, 555. And then I'll see, I might see 777 somewhere else. Like I'll watch a video and see it in the comments. That's how spirit communicates with me. It'll be in succession like that. Or when I was working at this shitty ass job that I hated years ago, I would see 123 on the clock, 223, 323, 423, 523, 623, all throughout the day. I'm not looking for it. I'm, I might go to the bathroom, come back, look at the clock, pick up my phone. I'm talking to somebody, having a long ass conversation, not paying attention to the time. Look at the clock. Mm. It's always a situation like that. And it's like, you're drawn to look at it. 
yeah. touch it. Not like you're just staring at it. It's always a situation where I might be thinking of something and then I'm just drawn to look at the time and then it'll be an angel mm. number on the time. And then I look up the angel number to see what the message is. So that's another way that spirit communicates. You don't always need tarot. Like that's, I feel like that's a message in and of itself. If I'm thinking about, if I'm deep in thought about some shit, like maybe my future or whatever, and then I look and see an angel number and then the angel number tells me exactly what I was thinking or yeah. what I need to hear. Ooh. That's that's a beautiful thing. It really is. And it's really cool, yeah. I think, that like you have all these resources to like allow ourselves to live like a life that like feels like harmony, you know. I think that's that's really cool because especially just the way that we grew up sometimes, I feel like the families that we're placed into they don't necessarily give us what we require in order to live a harmonious life. You know what I'm saying? Like we are given we passed down traditions or traits from our parents and our families and stuff like that. And I had to really kind of find my own within my myself and like my lifestyle and stuff like that because I grew up in a really super, super, super religious home and it never like really con it never connected mm. with me. But I was it was kinda like forced on me and a lot of the uh religion was used as like a weapon. It wasn't ever used as like something to make you feel good. It was always used like to make you feel like to stay in line or, you know, like that. And so growing mm -hmm. up, like I never, I I tried to connect with it. I you know would do what I needed to do, or I thought I needed to do to like connect with it, and it just never connected. And so I decided to like just look into other things, or like just leave leave that stuff alone, maybe you know, and just um start li living a more life like a life that just I don't know require less of that and more things like um like drinking the tea in the morning or taking doing a little journal or going outside and connecting with the earth and stuff like that. And I just, I had to figure out what was going to work best for me in order to live a life that felt like peace to me. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I would hope right. for everybody. I want everybody to be able to kind of figure out what they require in order to live a life that feels good to them. You know what I'm saying? Cause there's, there's no one size fits all right. for anything. You know what I'm saying? But we, we raise our kids we want our kids to be us we want them to be like us and so we put everything that we have and we know onto these kids when it's like well maybe yeah give them some of the things that helped you like also guide them the right way but also give them the freedom to make a life that works for them you know what i'm saying and you know i just think that that's the best way to allow people to the freedom to find themselves and find a life that works for them you know what I'm saying? Like when we grew up with like a lot of a lot of trauma that we don't even realize is trauma because it's so normal and stuff like that. So then unlearn all this stuff. It's like a whole process and be like, oh wait, like I can stand up for myself. Like if my parents are like doing too much, I can say something. I can tell them that they're not mm -hmm. irrational. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like there's so much mm -hmm. that we gotta do for ourselves in order to just create a, a higher operating person that just because we we don't want to be we don't we don't want to be the we don't want to be just like our parents we want to be an improvement upon our parents you know what i'm saying like you could love your parents you can exactly. think they're the greatest people ever but you also want to like take what they gave you or what you know whatever and approve upon it we all want to do better always so that's just kind of the way that I've been, i look at my life and stuff like that and my mom like she respects me so much 
because at first she used to have a little friction with me with like not trying to live like how she lived or whatever. But now she respects me so much because she sees the person that it, it's made me. And she sees that like I am a good person. I do have good tendencies and good qualities and stuff like that. And I'm living a, a happy, good life. And I work hard and I do all those things and stuff like that. And she's proud of me. So we, we do connect now more because she sees like the positive life that I've created for myself. Um, What's your mom's sign? She's a Libra. A Libra who had all those Tauruses. Yeah, she had three. She had four Tauruses and a Capricorn. He's his birthday was September twenty third. So I don't know what that makes him. So a Virgo. Yeah, a Libra Virgo. and a Virgo coming up with Tauruses and Capricorn. So it was given like your parents needed to like when it comes. To, I don't know, because, like, your your level of introspection reminds me a lot of, like, how I kind of think about life. And typically, our childhoods are going to have some sort of, like, not giving us what we need emotionally. Like you said, like, yeah. you, you, you we're not being fulfilled. And so we have to learn how to put that. I, I'm not going to see your chart after we get off. But, like, we learn, we have to, we end up learning. Yeah. yeah, but not everybody ever gets there, and so yeah. to get there to that space, to that space of introspection, where you're first of all, or even acknowledging, I don't want to be like my parents. Mm. I actually want to evolve. I'm mm. learning that not everybody does that. I thought that every human came here with the purpose of trying to be better than they was the no, year before. <laughs> no, that's not. No. They don't. So. <laughs> The reason I asked about your parents is because it really goes hand in hand. Like I said, like how I can see certain things in the chart. You can kind of see in the chart where your parents' like relationship was or like how they were with each other because that mm. manifested you. Out of that mm. energy comes the child. Really? And nine times out of ten, that child is going to manifest and represent something that those parents need in their lives. There's there's qualities in the kids that the parents lack. And then, but, but it's significant that she had three Taurus boys. Yeah, four Taurus boys and one Capricorn. That's all Earth. Like your father, if your your father's a Virgo, that's Earth energy, so that's Earth and Air. But Virgo energy is cerebral, like I said earlier. Taurus and yeah. Capricorn for me are the ones. The like Taurus is the bull, Capricorn is yeah. the sea goat because we're yeah. we're meant to be here on land, but we're also very deep emotional creature so it's like both mm. um so needed they needed some sort of stability and groundedness mm. and that's why they had those kids so it's always interesting to see how it plays out when they become adults because to have the parent end up learning this like the cycle completes in my mind like you 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 brought this child here to kind of fulfill some parts of you that wasn't being fulfilled all the way and then as the child grows up and as you rear the kid, for that kid to turn around and end up teaching you. Mm. So that's dope. That's amazing. Like, that's the, I think that is a significant part of things that people don't pay attention to either. Like the relationship that they have with their parents. It's not insignificant at all. Like, even if, like me, I'm no contact with my dad. See, I have a Pisces mom, Aquarius dad, and my, they had two Capricorns. Mm. So that's water 
and air. Yeah. You, they needed something else. And what's yeah. so funny is that you'll see, like, like I don't talk to my dad. My dad's an Aquarius. That mm-hmm. air cerebral energy. We don't get along because what it is that I'm trying to reveal in you, not even trying mm-hmm. to, what I'm revealing in you as being your child, you don't want to see. You don't want to mm-hmm. accept. Because you don't want to do no work on yourself. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I'm your karma. Kids are karma. So the more kids you have, the more karmic debt you have. Essentially. It could be good or bad karma, right? It'd be good or bad karma. But I think when it comes to karmic debt, when it comes to kids and karmic debt is something that you haven't fulfilled in other lifetimes. And I don't really, you know, I'm still learning about that, but I just, I do believe kids are a form of karma in a sense. Cause nine times out of 10, nine times out of 10, that child comes out being exactly what that damn parent needs. Not even on some have kids to be karma, but it's karma because you had this child and depending on the circumstances of this child, like depending on who you had this child with and all that shit and where you're at in your life is going to depend on how this child grows up. Wow. And it's like a cycle because then they're going out into the world to take mm. your trauma and all the shit that you did with them while they were in the womb and possibly get with another partner and make another baby with trauma. Mm. So that's why it's karma. Like pay attention okay. to who you have children with type shit because... And and where it's important, it's important to be like like aware of these things because everything that's going on with you, you're passing on to that kid, and that kid is going to have to like take that, work with it, run with it, and and like transmute it. Mm. So the least you could do is be a good parent. <laughs> you feel me? And yeah. listen and, and work on yourself. Yeah. Because I didn't like to be here. Well, technically I did, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> No, that was that was that was me like as a kid because I grew up in the house. It was like it was my it was my three brothers and it was my sister, and I was the second oldest. So I'm the my sister is four years older than me, and then I got my two brothers are twins, and then they two years younger than me, and then my youngest brother he's uh, four years younger than me, and so I was always the kid that was mm-hmm. like super like talk backy, but like more so not in mm-hmm. a way just to be like bad or whatever, but more just in, like. Yeah, just questioning everything. Always asking questions if something doesn't add up or asking for, like, equality for everybody. Like, oh, if he does this, then we should be able to do this, too. Or, like, just shit like that. Or always just speaking up when I felt like it needed to be done. And I found myself getting into so much trouble as a kid because I was the one that was willing to, Mm. like, say something all the time. And they would always, like, tell my, my, you know, my family members and stuff, like, he's the bad one. I'm like, I ain't even do nothing. Like, I'm just out here trying to just make sure everything is fair for everybody. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I might, you know, get out of lines here and there. But, like, I think about myself as a kid. I was mm-hmm. such, like, a a nice boy. Like, I – it wasn't, like, a bad bone in my body. Like, I went to school, did all my work on time, wasn't a problem with nobody. But, like, it just came to, like, when it came to authority and stuff, I always questioned authority because I felt like, like, I am equal to you. I never felt like I am less than you. Mm-hmm. I always felt like you're a person. I'm a person. Let's treat each other the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't you not finna sit mm-hmm. here and talk down to me. Cause like you said, like I ain't necessarily asked to be here. Like you had me show me some respect. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. just, it, it was always that for me. Right. So I do think that now that you say that, like, yeah, it does make sense that like we are what our parents need. And even my mom just, just hurt herself. Like, to see her transformation from when I was a kid 
till now. Like, and I'm not finna say she's, mm. you know, like perfect and no shit like that. But like, just to see how much she's grown just by being a mother, like it's very interesting. Mm. Like, we should study that shit because it's like you could have a kid and you could learn so much from them, and they could like show you so many different things. And like me being a dancer never was an option when I was a kid. Like me being like, oh you going to make money from dance. That wasn't no option. Like the whole thing was like, you finna go to school, you finna get a job, you finna have like the stable life and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Hey mom, guess what? College not happening. Never doing that again. Like never going to even try that shit. And then I was like, I'm going to do mm-hmm. my, I'm going to follow my own path and do what I need to do. And at first it was like, but why would you quit that good paying job? But then I was like, Hey, I got a plan. Don't worry about it. Trust me. And now that I'm, mm-hmm. I'm at a point where I can uh, support myself take care of myself. I'm not poor. I'm not like trying to find how I'm going to pay the bills. Like she's like, yo, like I'm so happy for you. You know what I'm saying? And just see her, mm-hmm. she'll be pressuring me like, yo, we gonna get your life together. She never does that. She's so happy for me. And I love, that's like the mm-hmm. biggest reward that I could ever get is just to see my mom that was kind of like on edge about my career path. Be like, man, I am happy for you. That shit is so fulfilling to me. It's so fulfilling. Yeah. That's dope. And like, that's, um, I, I'm just like thinking about the dynamics between you guys because like, it's like so similar to my upbringing, but like different because whereas I grew up in a, a household that actually, like it was fine that I questioned authority as long as it wasn't my dad's authority. Mm. <laughs> but was like, yeah, same thing. Like, you're how are you gonna make money from dance? You need to go be a, a nurse or some shit. Yeah. And I had the same like concept of no, I want to follow my own. Yeah. Um, but I I love the d- dynamic between you two because it seems like, first of all, like you're like that Torian energy is art. Like you're gonna yeah. pursue art. So the fact yeah. that like they appreciate and respect that is amazing. And then also, what I was gonna say about Taurus energy is. I really fuck with Taurus energy because when you guys are interested in a topic or know something, especially when it comes to like music or anything within the arts, like y'all go on a deep dive with that shit. Like y'all are hella fucking, that's like all earth signs. Like they were very knowledgeable about shit, but yeah. I just really like the Torian qualities of like how nerdy they get about the arts Yeah, and like the work ethic. Is crazy. Like people talk about Capricorn's work ethic. We're just like it, they they talk about ours because we're more like the CEO type vibe. Like we're the boss, yeah. the boss energy. I but I think that, yeah. Taurus energy is, and then like lazy is like a concept of Taurus, but it's also I think it's more so like y'all work hard so that y'all can be lazy. Yeah, it's you know what I'm saying. That. So that when you are lazy, leave me the fuck alone because I'm I work hard. Type yeah. Shit. And I, I just I just appreciate the work ethic. So I think you was always your parent your parents may not have known that, but you were always gonna have and then a plan. Like Taurus has always got a plan. Every, like I have yeah. my Taurus homie, I might have talked to him for months, but I come back, he got a plan, he working the plan and be working it for months. Okay, yeah. until he gets what it is that he's working toward. It don't matter yeah. how long it takes. The plan might be seven months long, but you got a plan for that seven months, and you're gonna stick to that plan for that seven months type shit. Love that. Yeah. Similar yeah. to Capricorn, but like we're we like they liken us to the goat and climbing the mountain, and like it, it it's slow. It's like slow progress. 
You know, yeah. but we we gonna get to the top of that motherfucker, and we gonna get to the, the the craziest part of the mountain too, cause yeah. you know about uh, goats be gripping them bitches on the side. You feel me? <laughs> so we finna get to the mountain, but it's gonna be treacherous, and we gonna get to the part of the mountain y'all niggas can't get to. Yeah, cause it's the work, and we just keep at it. Not so yeah, us. I think you were always meant, you were always gonna be meant to do that in your own way. And they were always gonna have to learn. Like it's 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 beautiful when they recognize. Like I have something to learn from you. Just because I popped mm. you out, don't mean that you're a lesser being than me. Yeah. You feel me? Like that's my dad thing. My, I think my dad really is stuck on this. Like I'm the dad. Yeah, you're the dad, and you're being a shitty one. So, mm. <laughs> and we're grown yeah. now. So what's up? <laughs> you you finna be like your dad? I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> Yo, so yo, this yeah. is a this That's is dope. a great conversation. This is probably one of my favorite episodes. Um, it was. But before we go, I gotta we gotta do my little rapid fire question game. So I got three questions. These these have damn okay. near nothing to do with anything that we've talked about today. So these are just some off it's random okay. <laughs> little questions. <laughs> um. So my first question for you is. What is one item you cannot live without? Moisturizer. Moisturizer? I can't be ashy. Ashy, being ashy, it's detrimental to my life. It's, de- it's detrimental to my life experience. So, Felts. shea butter. Felt. As a black person, we all need to have that same idea. It's getting cold. Facts. What is your favorite line from any movie? You said, what's my favorite what? Favorite line from any movie? Ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. Like he ate that. <laughs> That's a good... What movie was that? Was that, that like that. Soul Man or something? What was that? What movie was that? I think that's Temptations. Tempt- I don't think I seen. I've heard that line before. I don't think I've seen that movie. Um. Yeah, David Ruffin last... said it. I ain't never. I've never seen that. Um, and then the last one is. This is a question I ask everybody, and this is a question I ask just so I could like, you know help myself but what is your go-to song that puts you in your feels that puts me in my feels yeah um monica's for you i will how does that go i don't think i ever heard that song before it was on the on the space jam i will cross the ocean for you oh. i will go and bring you the moon i know that one i'm gonna be your hero your strength Anything you need, yeah. You be listening. To I don't that? know why it makes me cry. Maybe it's nostalgic. It's associated with a sad memory. Damn, I thought it was probably just oh, it was a, like a childhood yeah. song from way back a long time ago. Oh. Yeah, that was on the Space Jam soundtrack. But now it, I can't. Now, a song now that puts me in my feels like a, a more current song because that song came out in the nineties. Yeah. What type of feels? Because I don't like listening to music that puts me in my feels. I do. So I'm talking about like a song that like make you feel like like sad, but like a good sad. Like, man, I, I really connected with this, you know? Same kind of vibe, to be honest. Probably some Sade. That's still too damn old. I can't think of nothing current. These yeah, you don't, don't got be no... making me feel shit in these songs. You don't got no R&B artists? No... These from now that makes me feel good in my... Okay, like... well... Did you listen to Andre's album that he just dropped? What, like three hours ago? I haven't listened to it. No, I haven't listened to it. Yesterday. He dropped it yesterday. 
Yeah, it Don't just came out. I haven't. I have not heard that. I have not heard had a chance to listen to it. That's gonna put you in your feels. The whole thing. A couple tracks. Well, I don't know how you feel about instrumentation albums. Like, do you like albums? Like, like, are you? Would you listen like to music. some shit like that? Like meditation. I like, yeah, I like. I like music like that. So you like all types of music. Yeah. Cause this is it's like it's it it has a bit of like flutes and bowls and wind chimes and shit. That sounds a couple perfect. tracks on there. That sounds amazing. Was was very, and then he he tuned it to four hundred thirty two hertz apparently, which is like the healing frequency. So it it's, it didn't make me feel sad, but there were a couple songs that make you like contemplate. Ooh. That just make you kind of like for me it took me somewhere else like it made me feel like I was traveling. In my mind. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to tap it's into like that. It's like that. It's amazing. I'm, I'm definitely going to tap into that. Go ahead and listen to it. You got to listen to it start to finish. Yeah. And when, just listen to it like when you got something mindless that you need to do. Like some work or something. Just play. Yeah. Ooh. Hey, that's that's not, sounds, I'm excited. I'm, I'm happy now. Um. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm definitely going to listen to that. But... Before we go, do you have anything that you mm-hmm. want to plug? Like anything with your, your your business or anything that you want to plug to the audience? Shit, just follow me on Instagram. That's where you can find on my my, my uh, herbalist page. You can follow me on TikTok. I'm a little popping on there a little 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 bit, you know, talk about my herbs and shit. Um, but yeah, just follow me on Instagram. I'm gonna be doing more updates about everything from there. Everything that I have coming for the rest of this year. My birthday is next month, so I feel like I'm gonna go hermit. That's why I was telling you, like I ain't even be on the bitch. But yeah. you know, go hermit for a little bit and pop out in my season. Yo, you feel me? That's fire. Dope. Well, thank you so much for hopping on the podcast. Look out for some music. This this has been literally thank one of you my for inviting me. favorite episodes. This was great. This conversation was very stimulating. I really had a great this time. This was amazing. I, I I didn't know what we were gonna talk about. Yeah. But I'm glad. I'm I'm glad. It just was great. Yeah, I feel I feel really good about it now. We um, went, we went, we went there. We got there, we did. But I, I want to thank y'all for listening to the episode. So Make sure you. y'all check out Kiera's uh, Instagram. I'll link all her stuff in the description. Follow me on Instagram at Ron underscore Amos underscore, and I have all the social media links for the podcast also in the description. You can check that out. Um, and I will see y'all next week with an all new episode. Peace.